Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex ultra soft tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex ultra soft tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin for this allergy season. Grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. 
Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! It's Q&A Saturday. It is. Do you know what we're queuing? Uh, I actually have no fucking clue. Well, I picked a few different questions throughout this last week. Okay. So I've got a couple of different topics that I cover from um, 2 Samuel chapter 6 through 10. Okay. Nothing particular, just a few different things that we had. A few different things. Questions about. Let's yeah. go uh, find out what these few different things are. Okay. And then right. answer them. Yeah, and then answer them. Yeah. All right. So my first question um, comes from 2 Samuel chapter 6. Okay. And our big source of contention in that chapter was, why the fuck did God get so pissy when um, one of the people reached out to study the ark as it was being transported? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was like, you shall not touch me ever, die, motherfucker. Yeah, that made no fucking sense. Well, actually... Actually? Actually. I call bullshit, but okay. I know. know. Transporting the ark on a cart was specifically against God's command. I never heard that before. You did, though. Did I? You did. Oh. Yeah. Um, The ark was designed to be carried by man, Mm. and way back when it was composed, that was stated. Okay. And it was specifically only to be carried by Levites of the family of Koath. Ah. So... Yeah. Okay. We actually did hear that rule laid down, and David um, disobeyed that. Well, then why isn't David in trouble, too? But, because David didn't touch it. No, that's lucky for him. It was fine when it was being carried, but then somebody touching it was, like, one too many. Okay. But here's the thing. I don't know if you recall, but back in 1 Samuel, the Philistines transported the ark on on a a cart. cart. Yeah. Right. But they got away with it because they were Philistines, and God expects more from his people. Israel was to take their example from God's word, not from the innovation of the Philistines. This sounds like a bunch of bullshit, just concocted. I mean, sure, sure, okay, sure. okay, so they they had a fucking rule. Mm-hmm. All right, but it just sounds like a bunch of bullshit. And why did only one person die? There's all, well, He wasn't the only person transported on a cart. But he's the only <clears throat> one that touched it. Right, to save it from falling over. But... That's being presumptuous that God couldn't have corrected his own self or whatever. I just. I'm telling I don't you know. what the apologists say. Okay. The apologists say it was a rule, it was laid down, and um, they might have got away with just getting it on the cart from here to there. But then when somebody touched it, just like when the other people, um, Israelites, opened it. Mm-hmm. To see what was inside. Yeah. And they all melted. Yeah. This guy wasn't supposed to have done that. It's he wasn't bullshit. supposed to. Totally agree. God being a stickler for that particular rule was shitty. Yeah. But having said that, there was a rule. Okay. So Fine. there's that. Fine. Okay. Yeah. So then remember how David reacted with fear and anger and he was like, that's fucked up. And then he was like, oh shit, I'm scared of God yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the reason that he left the ark with Obed-Adam 
that fulfilled God's word because Obed Adam was a Levite. Okay. So he left the ark with the family that was from the tribe of Levi that God commanded to carry the ark and take care of it. Okay. So that was from back in Numbers. I gotta, I gotta say, so this is like three, four hundred years after all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're our country's been around for like three or four hundred years. Mm-hmm. How do you keep track of who's who, especially without like you know ancestry.com? I don't know. I'm not here to answer that question. I know. I'm just saying. Like, it seems like a difficult task. No, no. I totally agree. That's all. I'm not saying whether this is right or wrong. No, okay? I know. I know. I'm here to answer that question as to why <clears throat> this, and the answer is that. I'm just pointing out how ludicrous it all sounds. Sure. You know, totally ludicrous, ridiculous, <clears throat> foolish, stupid. If yeah. One might even go so far as to say. Right. Right. So okay, remember in Second Samuel. When we got all bent out of shape because David hamstrung all the chariot horses. And yeah. And we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was crap. What did the horses why do you, ever why do? Why did you do that to the cow? Yeah. So this was a military necessity and he wasn't just being um, cruel to animals. Because uh, okay. he couldn't care for so many horses while they were in the middle of a military campaign. Ah. And yet he also couldn't give them back to the enemy. And so they were going to starve to death anyway. Okay. So... All right. He lamed him. All right. That sounds... That's better than just... I mean, like... Right. Can't you give us... Like, okay, you're, you're telling this huge story, right? Can't you give us just, like, that little bit of, amount of detail mm-hmm. in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, just leaving us thinking that he just killed 7,000 fucking horses? And it didn't even say killed. It said he <clears throat> just kneecapped them. Or, right, yeah. You know, yeah. lamed them. Right. Like, why can't you just say real quick, hey, he was in the middle of a thing, he was busy... Um, rather than let these horses starve to death or um, set them free right. to be, what, I don't know, um, marred by um, wild animals or something. Right. He put them out of their misery right quick and killed them. Right, right. I mean, that would, that would, still not it cool, still been cool, but, but it would have been, at least there's an explanation behind it. Right, right. And, and I don't know that that's a factual explanation. That's just the explanation that I sure. found as an answer why. And that, that sounds legitimate enough. Sure. So I'll buy I'll, that one. I'll, I'll buy that one. Okay. So remember in um, Second Samuel a bit later on when um, David was like, is there anyone left who is from the house of Saul that I can show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Aside from Michael. Right. Besides Michael. Yeah. Because Michael is just a, a bitch in his right, eyes. Yeah. And plus... A woman. Yeah, why would you honor her? So it was customary in those days for the king of a new dynasty to completely massacre anyone connected with the prior dynasty. Oh, damn. Right? Because obviously they present a threat and, yeah, you know, not only that, but in order to show off your power. Of well, that kind of is what they've been doing, sort right. of, too. But David remembered his relationship and covenant with Jonathan. Yeah. So he wanted to... Not pay that. that off, right. yeah, Got and it. and also because he was still in his God is great, God is good phase, and he's like, um, you know, I want to show the goodness of God, and how do I pass that on to other people? Right. So that was part of it too. Okay. So remember how um, the one guy was like, "Hey, there's still a son of Jonathan who's lame in his feet." Yeah. So that was um, Mephis. Meph- I keep wanting to say Mephistopheles <laughs> or Mephisto from the MC universe right, right, right. of characters. 
But no, it's Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. And that was Jonathan's son. And he got Mephibosheth. Yeah, and remember, he was made lame in his feet from the accident where he was dropped when they heard that his father, Jonathan, and his grandfather, Saul, had died in battle. That's specifically right. when he was dropped and handicapped. Yeah, because they were running away. Right. And the nurse had gathered the boy and fled in haste at that news. You um, told me I was wrong when I said that the other day. I probably did. I don't. I don't always know. I thought he was like killed way, or I thought he was hurt way after that, mm. or way before that. I don't know. Okay. But no, you were right. I was wrong. Okay. Sorry about that. No, that's right. Um, she rightly feared the the nurse that was carrying him. Rightly feared that the leader of a new royal dynasty was going to execute every potential heir of the former dynasty. Okay. So she picked him up and was like, "Oh fuck, we gotta go now." Yeah. And so, um, the thing is, is that Mephibosheth had the right to the throne as uh -huh. the son of the firstborn son of the king, right? So, he was literally the next heir in line. Got it. And so, all the other potential heirs were dead. So, the nurse was like, this is really terrifying. Yeah. And that's why she picked him up and fled and accidentally dropped him. Yeah. No, I got so, it. In a political sense, David could see Mephibosheth as a rival or a threat. Right. But instead, he was like, no, I'm going to pass on God's blessings and also, while doing so, pay off my covenant with Jonathan. Got it. Got it. And so remember, this was the one question that we specifically had. Mephibosheth was like, I'm just a dead dog. Why do you... Why are you being so nice to me? And we were right. like, dead dog? Was that like a saying or something? What the sure. fuck? So apparently um, that was a saying. And a dead dog was equivalent to a worthless and insignificant person. I mean, that's kind of the same meaning it has today. Right. I mean, the connotation was there, but... Like, it's not a common phrase that's used, but it's right. still... That is actually, you know, used to this day. Right. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> So Mephibosheth didn't feel worthy of um, David's um, generosity. Got it. Because he'd spent all those years, since his childhood, he'd spent all those years in hiding from the king and living in fear and poverty. And, like, think about this. Like, David had to learn about Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. Whatever his name is. <laughs> from um, just some random guy. Yeah. Like a guard in his... Um, council or whatever right, right right so i mean this kid was literally in hiding all his life yeah to where nobody even knew he existed well, it's a good thing nobody decided to go get his head for uh david right you know? well that's why he was like oh my god and threw himself on the ground prostrate and was like you know um you're awesome i'm not worthy like, that's right. why, because he was like, I'm about to die. Right. For real. Right, right. So it was amazing that David didn't kill him. Not only that, but he returned. Like, remember, we were like, God damn, he's just giving him all these lands. Yeah. Those were actually David's lands. So he was restoring David's lands to David's son. Got it. So that's why he got all those lands. But yeah. then on top of that, he got to further eat at the table with David and so really he restored those lands to David's son but then that was just for um David's son's family right so I thought that was kind of interesting yeah um 
So then remember when we were like, what the fuck? Why, why is this so ridiculous? When, um, um, who, who, Hanun? Hanun? Hanun. Okay. Okay. So remember David was like, oh, you guys lost your king. That's sad. I'm going to send some ambassadors. Oh yeah. The ones that got their fucking beards shaved half off. Half off. And, and their Their butts hanging out of their. Yeah. 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 So we were like, what the fuck is that about? That's silly. That shit was funny. Right. Well, in that culture, many men would rather die than have their beard shaved off because a clean-shaven face was the mark of a slave, and free men wore beards. And furthermore, great value was placed upon their beards, and it was considered a man's greatest ornament Hmm. to the point that um, it was the greatest insult to cut it off or to cut it half off. Interesting. They would swear by their beard. And in matters of great importance, they would pledge it. And they would redeem the pledge at the hazard of their own lives before they would give up their beard. Wow. Yeah, their beard meant a lot. So it was like a greater insult even than just making them look silly. Gotcha. Okay. And so cutting off their their clothes at their waist was more than just making them look silly. Okay. It was also exposing the degradation of their nakedness because remember... You know, Christians hate... Yeah. These weren't Christians yet, obviously, because this was pre-Christianity. Right. But nudity was, like, so fucking taboo that they'd rather die than show their nuts. Right. And that was a great, great shame. Plus, even further than that, it showed off their circumcised penises, and they were in the land of heathens. Mm. So they would have looked totally ridiculous there and made me totally fun of by everyone who saw him was like look at your funny looking dick oh my god your dick is so funny looking and we all know how much guys like to have their dicks made fun of right like not at all because (laughs) guys have the egos the size of a dick right which generally speaking isn't very much right right so their their egos are just Fragile little wiener dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, when they and when they insulted the ambassadors, they might as well have been insulting the kings. I still have to say that I don't think that uh, having your dick shown off and cutting off half of a fucking beard is worth killing forty thousand people. Right. But hey, no, you know. I totally agree with you. But we're also looking through our eyes today of what that means. Right. Like. I'm trying to think of what insult would be equivalent to that in today's times. Killing people. (laughs) Probably. Probably. But back then, I mean, they were basically sending just more than just a middle finger. Sure. You know, they were just sending the greatest of all possible insults. Right. And they were saying they were basically inviting him to war. Sure. So and people back then were barbaric and, right. and fucking stupid. Yeah. And David took the bait. Right. And was like, "You want to be dead? I will dead you." Oh, well, more importantly, more importantly, God took the bait because David is right. on God's side. That is true. So I just want to make sure that that's clear. That is true. God supports David, so God so, did not have to let them win that battle. No, I totally agree with you. So. That is the list of questions that I was able to come up with and answer for you from chapters 6 through 10 okay. of Second Samuel. Did you learn a thing? I learned some things there, yeah. Did you, I always learn some things on these. Do you feel learned? I don't know if I feel learned. I feel more learned. 
do you feel more or less annoyed than you did prior to this? That's a tough question because honestly, <laughs> it's all stupid. It's all stupid. But, um, Only the horse one. The horse made one sense. redeemed some. Yeah, that that redeemed. And some even that is questionable because I'm not sure I believe that. Right. Plus, I mean, then there was the thing where I got proven right about the thing I said in one of the last chapters. Fuck off. So I like that bit, too. Fuck off. I said you were right. (laughs) I was wrong. You don't have to keep rubbing it in. You were asking. You were asking. So So anyway, do you find this a satisfactory Q&A? I am satisfied with this Q&A. Okay, then let's out. All right. See you guys. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 